0: The bar- like baristas are thinking, oh you know, once it's all fully automated, they're gonna start taking our jobs.
1: Welcome to another episode of All Things Coffee. In today's episode, we're thrilled to bring you a conversation with someone who embodies the spirit of Campos through and through, Dan Audi. As the flagship manager of our Newtown establishment, Dan's time with Campos and his love for coffee is unmatched. We'll explore his journey with Campos his enduring passion for coffee, and his relentless pursuit for excellence. So sit back and enjoy this episode of All Things Coffee. Thanks for having me. Pleasure, mate. Hey, uh, we all love Campos Newtown. Uh, A lot of us have very fond memories, but how did you actually get into coffee from the beginning? Like, go right back to the beginning.
0: Okay, um... It was quite a while ago, I guess, I started drinking coffee, started drinking specialty coffee, I guess, for lack of a better word, it was around 2007, 2008. I was at um, Sydney Uni, I was studying there. Um, and yeah, campus coffee was down the road. So my mate took me there and we started having our um, avocados. I was told that, hey, the avogados really good over there. And you know, I've, I've never drank coffee before. I'm not a coffee drinker. So, um, yeah, we went there, we went to Campos Newtown and, you know, my first avocado was super memorable, right? And, you know, after that, he started taking me to, you know, cafes like Single Origins and Toby's Estate, uh, back then. And we started having espressos, Double wrists, and all that. And, um, just fall in love with it, you know. The I never thought that coffee can be that different.
1: Yeah, right. Uh,
0: yeah, you know, different origins, different flavors, different nuances. Um, yeah, it was um, very eye-opening and I was super interested uh, in coffee since then. So
1: 2007,
0: is that what you said? Yeah. Wow, so it's kind of almost close to
1: the beginning of specialty coffee itself. Cause Correct. Campus Newtown was opened in... 2002 i'm pretty sure right wow so pretty brand new at a classic age of university which seems to be a very formative time for a lot of coffee drinkers yes Why do you think that is
0: i don't know hey um to yeah to answer that i don't actually know i've never thought of it that way
1: i'm pretty sure it's probably because they have so much time on their hands (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, I think um, looking back, I think when you're in uni, no matter how many things you have to do, assignments, deadlines here and there, it's you have a lot of free time yeah, yeah, totally. to catch up over coffees or stuff like that. Yeah, I remember my university degree, and
1: I'm pretty sure I spent most of my time either lining up or drinking coffee. Yeah. Most of the time with my friends or hanging out. It's it's a pretty formative year for, for, I guess, the almost maybe the the palate. Yeah, yeah. And so how did you go from, okay, how did you go from tasting this coffee, discovering it, going, wow, I can't believe coffee could be so good to, you know, becoming a barista? How How did you take the next step from going from, oh, I love coffee to, you know, actually joining the industry?
0: Yeah, I never thought that, you know, I'll be in industry for, until today. Um, I have always been working since I, um, I guess, started studying at uni. That was back in 2004-ish, I guess. Um, I was working at various different places. And um, 2008, it was when I was working at, um, believe me or not, at the uh, first class lunch at Qantas. Yeah, right. Um, the um, one of the guys over there, the, he is very passionate about coffee, and he always talk about this place, campus coffee, campus coffee, campus coffee, this campus coffee, that. And you know, over there they use their own tamper, stuff like this and that. And I was like, oh, I actually went there, you know, I actually been there and started talking about coffees. Um, and over there, I guess I started making coffees in a way. You know, you learn how to make coffee and you learn to scale it. Um, it was quite a busy place back then. And I really get into it. I really get into like, how do you make five cups within say two minutes or three minutes, but everything has to be the same. Everything has a standard. And I, it just spiked my interest so much. And me and my mate, uh, we started going to different cafes and trying even more coffees. Um, And I guess from then on, I finished my uni around 2009 Mm -hmm. or eight. Yeah, It's a long time ago, I can't remember. (laughs) Um, And yeah, I started working in cafes that, you know, back then you call it specialty cafes, right? Uh, I know it's a word that's been thrown around, but yeah, I started working at a cafe here, cafe there for a period of time. Um, But my main goal, I know this is very cliches, but my main goal was to be at Campus Newton one day yeah right um there's something about going into the shop that has you know where all the baristas just talk about coffee they all they have this team of highly energetic or highly nervous barista I don't know how what, what's the difference on that but um there's just something about that there's just something about the whole experience from the the moment you step in and then you once you get out you'll be like wow, that was fantastic. That was amazing. That just goes beyond just what you drink. Yeah, totally. It's, you know, uh, we often refer to it as a nightclub. Um, Now that I work at campus, I use that analogy. You, You come to the shop, it is like a nightclub. People are happy to wait. People can see the baristas and they're all working. They all just talk about coffees. They all, you know, there's like, they're all moving really fast. They, they make these uh, hot beverages, and people are just waiting. People are people are okay to you know wait five minutes or seven minutes or ten minutes, and you know the product that you have in your hands is is worth it. That's really cool. That's a cool description of <laughs> of yeah. a cafe. I never would have put it that
1: way, but the nightclub. You know, it does like yeah. you, know, you see the lines out the door, and you see people waiting in anticipation, and people yeah. are excited to actually like, man, this product's gonna be amazing, and yeah. I'm keen to be involved. So. How did you, you know, get the job at campus? Like, what was the, the role? Did you beg Will Young to please give <laughs> you a job? Did you write him an essay from university about all the reasons why you deserve the job? Or
0: how, how did it actually you know, land your first role? Um, well, I, I was working as a barista and a manager at a cafe in Surrey Hills before and you know, on my day off, it's almost a thing that I have to go to campus in Newtown. You know, you have your double wrist, that's how you learn. Um, And, you know, I become friends with uh, some of the baristas and they ask me, you know, what do I do and all that? And I say, oh, I'm, you know, working here and there. And they said, you know, are you looking for a job? I was like, yeah, of course, obviously, if there's an opportunity at campus. The next day after that, um, The the manager at Newtown gave me a call and asked me whether I want to come and join the team and yeah, I, I, it's, how can I say no, you know, it's, it has been a dream of mine to work there and it's, uh, yeah, I worked, I started in 2012, 10th of February, um, started as a barista. Yeah,
1: nice. Mm. And so, was there some sort of training or you know, you had to start behind the till again, I'd go back to the start, or oh, what was the kind of, you know, initiation to
0: Town. Newtown? Uh, the initiations is, I guess, back then, yeah, you start definitely uh, on the till. You started not on the till, actually. You s- you'd run coffees. So you basically, you, every time the brisa say coffee up, you literally run. To grab that, you, you have to say check. This is how we say, yes in our shop. We say, check. We go there, grab the coffees, deliver it to the table in a, you know, very, very fast. You have to do that. When the coffee is still hot, when the coffee is still glossy and, you know, the, the rosetta, the latte art is, you know, at its peak, you deliver it to the customers. You wash your dishes and all that, you know. Um, it's something that I, like, honestly, until today, I don't mind at all. It's, it's part of the work. And it's yeah. part of the beauty of you know running a coffee shop, doing the hard yards, you know. Ah, yeah. But everything in hospitality, I you know, I reckon it's all hard, yeah, and it's no one job is higher than the others, right?
1: Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I actually really
0: like that idea is
1: like you know, doing it fast because yeah, yeah. You, you wanted to get the the coffee at that pinnacle stage, really. like you say, yeah. like, like, like when you had that first sit, like the rosette is glossy and the yeah. coffee is just that perfect temperature.
0: Yeah. There is a real difference with that, right? Yes. I think, I think I would like to say it's the passion of, you know, the whole team, you know, this whole synergy of guys and girls, like, you know, let's make this coffee, you know, you order a flat white and let, we, we make sure that that flat white is being made as fast as, fo- as possible, as good as possible, right to your table. Um, it's it's quite beautiful.
1: That's yeah. cool. So 2012 did you say it was yep. the start? So that's thirteen years, quick mass. Uh, eleven. Eleven. Okay. Poor poor <laughs> mass.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's quite a while. Yes. So what's yes. kept you what's kept you there for so long? Um yeah, I often ask myself this question, you know, why have I been here for so long. Um, I love it, first of all. It is a passion of mine. Um, not just making coffee, I think, but the whole thing about running a coffee shop, you know, from managing your staff, building a relationship with them, um, meeting your customers, and you build your relationship with your customers as well. Um, some of the customers that we have. You know, I've been there for so long so I've seen their kids who are an adult now started calling me bro. (laughs) Um, But you become friends with them. You go out, you hang out with them. You even have dinners with them. Um, And it's, I guess, it's a combination of all those things makes it a whole package, right? It's, um, for me, it's amazing. Uh, And being able to, I guess, develop baristas and see them you know, doing bigger things or doing things that they love. It's very rewarding. S- hmm.
1: So, you know, you've been in for so long. Hmm. What would you say like the, the key things would be for actually making a successful cafe? Like you've, you know, gone from the very beginning to now being, I guess, the, the top dog at New Newtown, what do you reckon were some of the you know, key bits of advice you'd have for people having a cafe to, you know, <laughs> have a successful business? Um, I guess there's quite a
0: few. Um, Name them. We're, okay, we're,
1: we're here to hear them.
0: Well, my um, my old man, he said that to me. Um, if you want to do it, you got to do it right. So, I guess if you decided to work in a coffee shop or in a restaurant, or you decided to be an accountant. Whatever you strive to be, you better do it right. So you, there's no half measure when you do things. You're gonna make sure that you fully immerse yourself in there, and you know, take it as it is. Um, this is another thing that I take is, you know, a lot of people say, oh, I guess one of those Instagram thingy, uh, they say, you know, if you love what you do, you will never work in your life. Uh, that is a total uh, lie, total lie. Yeah, I was about <laughs> to swear, but yeah, so I, I don't, I don't think it is. I, I think if you love what you do, it still feels like work. Um, but it will be a lot easier to work on that every day. Um, but never take it for granted. You know, you. There's a lot of hard work that goes into making something happen, into making an operation, say like a like a cafe works. Um, there's a lot behind it. And I think people come to this field thinking like, oh yeah, I'm going to be slinging spros and making rosettas on cup and it's all going to be good and all that. But but behind all that, there's a lot of preparations that you need. There's a lot of focus. that's a lot of um, dedication that goes into that, making that one one single cup. And people need to understand that. There's, nothing is as good as it seems, right? So... Yeah, you you have to be ready. You have to be ready to put all the hours and plus more.
1: Yeah, it's cool. So first tip is, if you can do it, do it right.
0: Yeah. Second tip is, work hard. Work hard. There's there's no yeah there's no shortcuts other than that. Like you know, you want to be successful in life and all that. Um, if there's top three things, yeah. What's the third one? So you got
1: the two. You got you know yeah. Do it right, work hard, put in the effort. And what's your third?
0: Hmm. I never thought of that. What's the top three things? But I, I guess, sorry, mate. Um, what I meant is in any field, like working hard is, has to be on the top three. There's no shortcut. There's no uh, saying, oh yeah, you know, if you're going to do this, we don't have to work as hard anymore. Uh, no, but working hard is just essential in doing what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're going to put a third on it and you know, I'm not discounting this at all, I think communications is key. Yeah, right. What do you mean by that? Making sure that you're communicating what you want to do with your team. Uh, I feel that you know, in a lot of cafes or um, places, I guess, we often said things just, and then the things has been said for years and we forgot to communicate why we do that. You know, why are we doing coffees this way? Mm. Why is that, why are we making flat whites that way? Mm. Um, and a lot of people are like, oh, it's just coffee. Um, we need to communicate the why, not just how. Mm. Um, and when people understand that, they, are, they will understand the purpose behind that. And that really helps. Um, for anyone that works to understand why are we doing it. Um, so that's very important, I guess. Do you think that's also important for,
1: I guess, in context of cafes, mm-hmm. relevant for your customers as well?
0: Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, our customers, hopefully they understand and we do communicate this with them um, especially when they have to wait for a coffee that's long, we always tell them that the coffee will be there. You know, they'll get their coffee, but other, unless it's perfect, they will not get them. Yeah, no nice. matter what. Yeah, we, we refuse to send bad coffees. You know, we're a defender of good quality coffee. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Because I think like even just
1: looking at the way that you even got into coffee, mm. right? Like it was the why. Hmm that got you there right yes. it, the why was you know how this stuff was sourced or where it was from or mm. why it tasted that way or ha- you discovered how great coffee can be by the why yeah you know definitely like, yeah and i think that's really exciting i think that's a really good lesson for you know for cafes and, and i guess for all businesses that sometimes you get caught up in the the grind or the just trying to get things out and doing things yeah. effectively sometimes we forget to step back and think about how beautiful the process is in explaining that why so that you can actually engage people in going oh the reason why they do you know the style of their cup is this way because it actually helps with bringing certain taste or the reason they've bought from this farm is because of x y z mm. z like it is such a beautiful
0: yeah it's it's yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. Even explaining, you know, a natural coffees, um, you know, when you grind them and you, you, know, give, you give that open back to a customer and ask them to, you know, smell the dry aroma of the coffees and they'll be like, wow, they'll be surprised by how coffee can smell that way. You know, all the florals, all the, all the fruits and all that. That's, uh, you know, it's, it's cool. It's, it's lovely. It's, coffee can be like this.
1: Totally. Yeah. So I guess that leads me on to the question of asking is like, what do you see the future of coffee? And in particular, where do you see the future of, I guess, cafes and coffee? Because I think there's, there's so much talk about different things. Mm. Like I guess some people talk about automation and some people talk about processing and some people talk about, you know, certain types of services. But where do you personally see, you know, the future of coffee
0: Going? Um, yeah, I think the trend these days, there's a lot of talks of automations. Um, I believe the future of coffee will involve a lot of automations. Um, and these automations are done in a way so that we can deliver this consistent product. Uh, coffee in itself is, I would consider, to be highly volatile. Um, so to have you know your equipments that can help you to deliver a product that is consistently the same. That will be really cool. Um, what do you mean by coffee can be highly volatile? Yeah. So <coughs> with coffee, um, you know your humidities, your temperature in the room, um, how how do you extract it? How much coffee you're putting them in uh, into your uh, into your grind? Uh, stuff like that will affect the final product you know your milk how you steam your milk how much air you put in the temperature of of your of your milk Um, all these things will you know contribute into the final cup so if we can set a you know a protocol or we can have any equipment that can help with us uh, help us to achieve the consistency in these products, that'd be really good. It means, you know, hopefully the, the cafes can, like the staff that works in the cafes can, you know, use their time and focus to make sure that the customers are, um, well taken care of. Mm. Um, you know, one of the key things, I think if you go to a coffee shop is you want to experience the coffee. Mm. And a lot of the times when you go there and you want to ask, you know, questions about the coffees and all, a lot of the staffs in the at the shops are very busy. Mm. Like, or you want to ask them, but you know, gosh, like those guys look so busy. They're you know they are like running around. Like, for customers to get to go and it's like, hey, I want to ask about this coffee. A lot of customers are, you know, perhaps they feel bad about asking or you know about taking time of the baristas. So if we can actually simplify the process on making coffees, and we can spend more time for our customers to explain, hey, which coffee is good? Uh, what is this coffee about? What's that coffee about? Um, that will be a really cool thing and yeah, I, I would like for that and that's where I can see the uh, future of coffees in Australia, yes. Mm, that's really cool because
1: I think a lot of people probably think about automation as becoming you know, getting lazier or turning into a phase where like, oh, I don't even have to do anything or Mm. potentially baristas just going having less knowledge about coffee. But you're actually putting, I think, where the light needs to be shone on is that hopefully it's going to allow baristas to be more engaged in coffee, actually being able to explain and share and grow the knowledge of coffee rather than it just being like, sweet, I'm just sitting back and doing nothing now. And... Uh, machines can do
0: the rest of it. No, yeah, I think um, perhaps a lot of the bar- like baristas are thinking, oh, you know, once it's all fully automated, they're gonna start taking our jobs. the The way I see it is with these mach- automations, you know, we can spend our time better to actually explain why are we doing things this way, why are the coffees gonna be are processed that way, and what is say you know a natural process, what is a you know natural anaerobic. Uh, process um the whole point i hope and i guess is all this automation is done so that we can spend more time with our customers we can actually explain better we can tell you know our customers the why mm.
1: Mm. yeah i love that i think it. i think that's really special especially since it's like what you're saying is like that that's how you got into coffee was the why mm. and hopefully the future is going to be giving more opportunities for people to explain the why's. And I think as well, it's going to hopefully give people opportunity to focus on like blend components and understanding Mm. what they're actually putting through their machines and going, man, like this, this, Origin that we're actually doing as a single origin, we can actually explore and understand where the farm is and why it's bringing those tastes because of those altitudes or those soil pH yeah. levels. And it actually is going to allow mm. coffee yeah. to almost shine more, yes, rather yeah. than it being like we are so under the pump yeah. that just take this coffee and get out the door and we'll see you tomorrow.
0: Kind of yeah. feel, yeah, yeah, so. Yeah, I hope the future of coffee it can be like that. You know, we're we're I guess we're very lucky, in a way, and also that we also take it for granted that the levels of, cafe scene in you know in Australia is, very high. Mm. We're we're very lucky that we have a lot of good cafes that, you know, serve really cool coffees, really tasty uh, brews, um, and we forgot sometimes um, why we're doing that. Mm, totally. Dan, thank you so much for coming on
1: All Things Coffee. You know what? I think it's quite phenomenal how a similar pattern actually happens of how people actually get into the coffee industry. And it kind of always starts from one person, one mm-hmm. person who's passionate about coffee and shares that knowledge with you. And for mm-hmm. you, it was, you know, at the first class uh, at that cafe, there was one guy who was so passionate about coffee that he kind mm. of trained and educate and taught you the why. Yep. And what we actually got to at the, the end of this podcast was what the future of coffee mm. is that hopefully that our baristas or the baristas in cafes are that catalyst for the future. They are bringing that why to our consumers or to the people that are drinking coffee for them to hopefully – explode into this wonderful world of coffee it's quite cool to see that Mm. you know where you
0: start to where you are now is actually also where you see the future of going yeah yeah i guess to you know our goal is not to make everyone to work in cafes i guess that is true for everyone to understand what coffee is and you know that coffee can be this really special thing totally that's why we're so passionate about it right
1: (laughs) (laughs) it is and I just love that connection I love seeing that you know thread uh, throughout your whole life and throughout your whole career so thanks so much for coming on our podcast thanks for having me really appreciate it thanks so much for joining us on this episode of All Things Coffee if you enjoyed this episode we'd love for you to rate us or leave us a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and if you haven't already hit that follow button so you never miss a future episode. I'm your host, Alex, and until next time, happy brewing.